Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Michael. Today, we're going to be talking all about the topic of intonation. So, this is a really, really important thing on getting good natural pronunciation and sounding more like a native speaker, which is what I know a lot of you want to do. So, I really hope this class, class, podcast, let's call it a podcast, it sounds more fun. <laughs> I hope this podcast episode is going to be helpful for you today. I do want to remind people right at the beginning here that you can get free lessons on my email list. So, this is something I've added recently. If you click the link in the show notes below, I put a link down below. So, if you go into the, the description on your podcast app, click on that link, it will take you to the sign up page where you can go to the email list and you'll get the email with five free lessons from Level Up English. So, check it out if you want to check out some of the free stuff over there. And you'll also get access to the twice a month free lessons I send on email as well. I've got a big email community and I would love you, love for you to be a part of that as well. You know, I always try to have this balance between the, the free content I make for those of you who cannot afford to pay anything, but also more kind of premium content for other people uh, who are willing to pay for a little bit of my hard work in return. I try to have that balance here. So, if you're interested in the free stuff, you can check it out there. If you do want to become a member and that does sound interesting for you, you can also go to levelupenglish.school and there'll be a members button at the top. And that is where you can join group classes, live lessons. And one thing that I'm doing that's pretty much brand new is private worksheets. So, for all of the podcasts I'm making, like this one, and my YouTube videos, I'm making bonus content on the membership. So that's just kind of more exercises, quizzes, downloadable PDFs, more things like that. So whatever we're learning in these lessons and the podcasts and the videos, you can look at kind of more deeply over on the members site. Another thing I'm doing is vocabulary lists as well. So if I mention any difficult phrases or words today, that will all be available hopefully, all be available on the members side as well. But thank you for bearing with me on that quick announcement. I've got a lot going on, but I try my best to keep it as short as possible. Um, I'm quite achy today. I'm aching because I did a lot of rock climbing on the weekend. So, even today, like, it's what, Wednesday now? And I'm still like, ugh, I'm still feeling a little bit sore from all that climbing and using my muscles. So, I'm just happy that I can sit down with you guys today and not have to walk around or do anything too strenuous, which means too difficult. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the topic anyway. So, as I alluded to, as I mentioned a second ago, I thought we could talk about intonation today. And intonation, for me, it's kind of like if you know anything about the Chinese language or some other Asian languages, you know, they have their tones, right? So, you go up and down and 
For those of you who don't know, in Chinese, depending on what tone you use, the meaning of your word will actually change, which is really, really confusing, and I still can't get it right. As you know, English does not have these tones. However, I think we kind of do in some sense, because it doesn't necessarily have like rules you have to learn, but intonation, which really is tones, is definitely important, and it can totally change the meaning of what you're saying. And even if it doesn't, it will just make you sound a lot more natural if you have this kind of more correct or more natural intonation. So essentially, intonation talks about like the rising and the falling of the way you speak, and it often indicates your mood, how you're feeling, and kind of what part of the sentence you're at. So I want to talk about a few examples today and a few situations in which you might use this. But one disclaimer, one warning that I would like to give first is that there really are not any rules in intonation. There are some patterns which we will talk about today, but there are no rules. So don't think you have to get this right because you will hear different people using different intonation patterns. But what I'm going to be talking about today are the general rules of intonation, the things that most people tend to do, usually will do. Okay, well, let's start looking at my notes here. I'll start talking about falling intonation. So falling means you start up here and you go down here. Again, if you know some Chinese or you are Chinese, this might be a bit familiar to you, this kind of tone. Although we're not talking about words now, we're talking about full sentences. So usually we have falling intonation when we give a statement or we're telling someone what to do, or we're commanding someone. Also in some questions, not all questions, but in questions that have these W words like what, who, why, when, how, usually these go down, falling intonation. And also sometimes with a question tag, we'll come to that more in a minute as well. So I give you an example. If I meet you, I would say, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. So if you hear very closely, I'm going, nice to meet you, you. It goes down at the end, right? I'm not saying, rising, I'm not saying, nice to meet you. That sounds a little bit strange, doesn't it? You know, saying, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. I could say, you know, you come into my classroom and I could say, please sit down here, sit down here. Can you hear me going down at the end? Again, it's not sit down here. That sounds like I'm a little bit uncertain, like here, maybe? I'm not sure. I'm saying sit down here. It's kind of affirmative and clear and assertive, right? I know what I want you to do. I want you to sit down here, right? Falling intonation is really, really useful to end a sentence because I think this is a common thing that people mistake or get wrong, especially in like an IELTS speaking exam. So for those of you who are practicing for the exam or any English exam, this is really important because many people get very awkward when they finish what they're saying, but they rise at the end. So they go, well, 
in my opinion, we should do this because I think it's a really good idea. And uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. And then the examiner is waiting like, uh-huh, yeah. But they don't realize you've actually finished. So then you have to say, and that's it. Which is a really awkward way to end a sentence. So a really good trick, a good hack, is just to finish with this falling intonation. You know, if you sound much more clear and confident about what you're saying, it's obvious that you have finished talking, right? Uh, I think this is my opinion because I really agree and I just think it's a really good idea. Yeah, it's very obvious that I finished talking there because I went down at the end. Also, I said with W questions like what? So I could say, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I could say, what are you doing? And I sound very uncertain, it is possible, but generally we go down at the end. Where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. Tell me where you're from. So we're going down at the end. Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, so you might hear it goes down a bit there, right? The final one I want to mention is this question tag which is, I think I did a YouTube video about this like four years ago when I was really awkward, but please don't watch it. <laughs> and this is where we say, isn't it? Aren't you? Aren't they? Something like that. So it invites the other person to agree with us. When we go down, we have a falling intonation. We are basically saying, this is what I think, and I know you think the same. I'm not really asking for you to agree. I, I kind of already know that you agree. So I could just say, ah, you're from America, aren't you? I know you're from America, I'm just making a confirmation, I'm confirming. You're from America, aren't you? You're learning English, aren't you? Ah, he's tired, isn't he? I know he's tired, I'm just confirming with you. There's no need to reply, really. He's tired, isn't he? Conversely, we'll go to rising intonation now. Rising is just the opposite where we go up and often it sounds a bit more uncertain, but also it, I guess it kind of invites the other person to keep talking about something. As I said a second ago, it tells the other person that you're not finished with what you're saying. If you rise at the end, that often means you have something more you want to say. And some question tags, we use this, but only question tags that require a response, that we want the other person to reply. It's a real question. We also use it for yes, no questions as well. So I'll give you an example. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing, isn't it? So I'm going up, isn't it? At the end. So the reason I'm going up is because I'm not really sure if it's amazing. Is it amazing? It's amazing, isn't it? Do you agree? I'm quite uncertain about it. So it's a really subtle difference that actually changes the meaning quite a lot and it will affect the other person's response, right? You don't eat meat, do you? You don't eat meat, do you? Rather than you don't eat meat, do you? It's you don't eat meat, do you? I don't really know, I kind of forgot. Do you eat meat or no? Let me know. Right, so see if you can think of some examples for yourself 
And also for yes and no questions too. So, excuse me, do you sell, what's a good product? <laughs> I'm looking at my plant over here. Do you sell plants? Do you sell plants? Yeah? We're going up because we want them to reply and we're not sure if they do sell plants or not. Michael, do you make videos? Do you make videos? Yeah? So we're going up at the end. Right. The final one that I would like to mention, which is, I think, the most interesting one, which is a rising then falling intonation. It kind of makes that mountain shape where you go up and then you go down. And we use this for, usually for lists. We use it when we're making a list of different items. We use it for using between two different things. And we use it for conditional sentences with if or when. But also if we have a thought that is unfinished. If you're thinking about something and you haven't quite finished it, then we will do this too. So I'll give you some examples now. If you go to a restaurant, the waiter will probably ask you, would you like Pepsi or Coke? Yeah, did you hear that there? Would you like Pepsi or Coke? So when we have the first choice, we go up, and the final choice, we go down at the end. If you go to the hairdressers, like I do all the time, of course, you might be asked, do you want it cut long or short? Long or short? Oh, it's a little bit sunny today. Should I wear long sleeve or short sleeve? Long sleeve or short sleeve? PlayStation or Xbox? Yeah, so think of some more examples. Practice yourself. Any choices, we usually use this pattern. Up, down, up, down. Okay, like a mountain. If I'm going shopping, I might have a shopping list where I will say, I need to buy milk, bread, vegetables, fruit, and potatoes. So this is a bit different because it's a long list and we go up for every single item on the list until the final one where we go down. So I've got lots of people in my room. I've got John, Sally, Pete, Donald, and Michael. Yeah, so it's a very natural way of making a list. Up, 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 down. Okay. Think of some situations again for yourself. And finally, I said also with conditionals, right? So I've been over this a lot in previous podcast episodes, but a conditional would be like, if it's cold, I will stay at home. So again, it's that mountain shape. The first part we go up, the second part we go down. If it's cold, I will stay at home. If my laptop breaks, I cannot record a podcast. If you guys are interested, please join my membership. Yeah. So any conditional, we do that. Again, for any of these examples today, I would recommend you guys to speak it out loud, whether you are on the train, in the car, at work, doing the washing up, walking the dog, whatever you're doing, speak out loud. You know, look like a crazy person and... I think that can help you a lot. <laughs> but that, that's really the main thing I wanted to talk about today. That's, that's the main thing. I want to keep it quite simple. So I keep it there. We had rising, falling, and then rising, falling intonation. And this is something that I don't think I've covered before on this podcast. And I know I don't often do more kind of like lesson-y grammar stuff these days, 
but I think this will be a useful one because I get questions about it a lot. So now I can just send them this podcast, right? So if you're watching this from a message I sent you, then hello to you. (laughs) But yeah, I've, I've still got a lot more coming up this week. So if you are interested in a little bit more from me, every Friday, including this Friday, I am making a private podcast and I'm going to be talking all about healthy mindsets. This is a topic I'm so excited to talk about and it's just kind of having healthy ways to look at the world. You know, how to how to have your mind in a certain frame in order to have a healthy and happy life, just from my own opinion. I'm going to share some ideas and I encourage people to share them back with me as well. So I'm looking forward to that one on the private podcast this week, which you know you can find as part of the membership as always. But let's do a couple of reviews. And then I've, you know, as always, I've got a quote I want to share and some things like that. So I've got two I want to share today. One from Reem, who says, best podcast ever. I have been listening to the podcast since October 2021. I have never felt bored or skipped one episode. Never. It's great and has valuable conversations and ideas that Michael gives during the podcast. Keep it up. Thank you, Reem. That's Reem from Saudi Arabia. Thank you very, very much. That's so kind of you. And it's really motivating to me that you've never felt bored. I'm sure not everyone agrees, but at least you have never felt bored. And that that does mean a lot to me. And then I have one more from Elham VD, who says, Hi, Michael. I have sent you a couple reviews and have been waiting to be read by you, but it seems there are hundreds of them and you can't manage to read them all. (laughs) Anyway, thank you very much for your brilliant podcasts. All are unique and impressive. I follow several podcasts from others as well. Whereas whenever I'm free and want to listen to podcasts, I only choose yours as I find them so useful. Nice. You speak to us in a psychological way, It is as if I'm consulting with a psychologist. I wish you abundant happiness and success. Oh, that is so kind. Thank you, Elham. Sorry if I did miss your reviews. You are right. I am very blessed, very happy that I get quite a few reviews. So yeah, you're right. I cannot keep up with them so easily. I will do my best to read everyone's eventually. So please keep them coming, guys. I do like them. But it might take a while. You know, usually if you leave a review, it might be read many, many weeks in the future. So be patient. But yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate the review and the kind words. That's so nice. And if anyone else has any feedback for me or the podcast, let me know. You know, it sounds like you're enjoying the podcast so far, but I'm always happy to hear from you if there's any way you think I can improve or do better or make these podcasts more enjoyable for you. And... I guess that's it. I will read a quote. So every Friday I post a picture from my life, just something like to give you guys an update if you're interested. But I also post a quote with that picture to give a little bit of inspiration over your weekend and the week. This one is one I've heard many times before and I really like it. And I may have read it out before on the show, but anyway, the same boiling water that softens the potato, hardens the egg. 
It's what you're made of, not the circumstances. The same boiling water that softens the potato hardens the egg. Yeah, so that... I don't know, I find this one so fascinating that boiling water isn't necessarily good or bad. You know, the circumstances are not good or bad. It's what you're made of. Are you going to soften like a potato or are you going to harden like an egg and get stronger? So to me, this quote means when we face adversity, trouble in our lives, we have responsibility, how we respond to that. And I think we can get stronger. When you feel low in your English journey, when you feel disappointed with yourself, use that as kind of motivation to get stronger and improve, right? But yeah, this quote will be on my Instagram page uh, perhaps this Friday? I'm not sure. But anyway, I'll leave it here for today. But thank you very, very much. I will see you next Wednesday when I talk about the benefits of learning a language. There's a preview for you. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this somewhat different episode. And I will see you very shortly for another one. Goodbye. Have an amazing week. See you later. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.